Welcome to the Prosperous Mother podcast, helping single mums transform their finances so they can achieve financial freedom in their own way by working through their mindset and emotional blocks that can be scary to face. I'm Natalie Marie, and I'll be showing you how choosing yourself creates generational wealth well beyond money. So today I want to talk about budgeting. Budgeting is my the number one question I get asked by my followers, my audience and my clients. And so I thought I'd share my story about budgeting and then I will talk about how I budget and what I like to use. So budgeting believe it or not, even though I <laughs> was an accountant, um, I never started budgeting until until I was homeless. And so that was maybe four years, three or four years after I became an accountant that I started budgeting and applying some of the things I learned as an accountant in my own personal life, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, I started budgeting about 10 years ago when I became homeless. I had no choice really. I had hit rock bottom and I was at that place due to the financial abuse that I had was experiencing um, at the hands of my children's dad and also to the mismanagement of my finances as well. At that point, I, at that point, I had already been in debt but I had cleared it while I was pregnant with my son, um, which was which is my second child. Um, but then I was in debt again. I was in almost thirty thousand pounds worth of debt, and I was homeless. I'd lost the flat. Uh, I'm living in a hostel. Um, I'm pretending to everyone that things are fine, and really they're not. I am going back and forth with the council because the lady who is looking after my case didn't take a liking to me. So she pretended that the local authority had no duty of care. And I was under immense stress. I would suffer an anxiety. I don't think I'd ever suffered anxiety before. Well, I think I had in my youth, but in my adulthood, it was the first time that I can recall. It was awful. And I remember saying to myself, I was in hostel, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't pretend anymore that things are that things are going well for me, that things are fine. I can't put on this fake face, this this mask anymore. So I remember at the time I used to go to church, well, to a Christian church um, at the time. And I remember someone saying to me, you know, hey, Natalie, how are you? And I was just like, no, I'm not great. I'm homeless. They were shocked. They had no idea, you know, every Sunday I'm coming there. You know, I'm helping out, I'm volunteering. I'm bringing my two young children with me. I look great, you know, I really, I know how to, <laughs> I know how to wear broke well, I know how to dress well, even though I'm going through a mess, so they were really surprised, but just acknowledging it for myself that things were not okay, and to stop pretending, and then letting people know, um, who weren't in my immediate circle, I didn't, you know, this woman, I, I think I'll never, I've never spoken to her again, we don't talk, this is years ago, but just being honest, that really helped because what that did is that created a chain of events which has helped me to where I am today. 
and me just telling her that um, she then uh, recommended this free really basic personal finance course I researched them I think it's CAP uh, Christians Against Poverty and they were doing a um, a course at my local library so I think it's one night a week I'd go to my local library and I learned about budgeting I learned about how to pay bills could you imagine I was I was awful um, so I learned all of that stuff, how to save. I was really bad at saving. I would save and in the next week, I'm going back into my savings to take that money up because I've mismanaged my finances. I was living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, it was awful. So I went to this course and I learned about the basics of budgeting. And, um, and just the basic and on how to manage my finances and since then it has it's, it changed the way I saw money the way changed the way how I managed my finances it changed the way the way I felt about my finances and although budgeting has never increased my income it has helped me to create financial peace and Budgeting has been my guide in achieving my financial goals. And that's why I keep doing it. I'm not going to, you know, um, lie to you and say, oh my God, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Um, the way it's made me feel has made me feel like it's the best thing since sliced bread. But doing it, it can be a chore. Um, it's boring. Or I personally, I find it boring. It's not the most exciting thing. It's not something that I'm going to try and sell you to do. But just having a budget makes me really take ownership of my spending habits. It has allowed me to see exactly where my money's going. And when I first started doing it, I realized that I had been spending a lot of money on, on rubbish. Things like on liabilities, things that wasn't making me any money, things that wasn't gonna increase in value spending it on clothes and loads of stuff and I know where that was coming from that was coming from uh, a place of trauma in my childhood but at the same time because I hadn't healed myself which would have had a positive effect on my finances it was leading me to things where I didn't really I didn't have two pennies to rub together so and that's why I generally keep budgeting because no matter my income and no matter what's going on that's economically outside of my control like this current recession whenever I budget I'm remaining in control of my money and that is something I do have control with and that's because I'm giving each penny a job instead of each penny burning a hole in my pocket leaving me confused month on month as to where my money is actually going so when I do budget, I like to sit at my desk, but I always tell my clients, you know, budget in a way where you feel comfortable. When I budget on the sofa, <laughs> I, I don't know, or when I budget in my bed, it's never, um, I always forget things to add in a budget. I'm not even sure why. So this is why I like to budget when I'm at my desk. In my little office, I am super focused and I have a nice cup of tea. Maybe I'll put on some, uh, one of my Sofregio 
frequencies on the background to help me stay focused or be a bit creative when I have to be on certain months with my finances as I'm self-employed. However, um, I budget every time I get paid. And there are all different kinds of budgeting, the methods out there, but I don't really use them. I don't find them, especially now in this recession, I don't find them realistic. I've never really found them realistic as a single mom of two children. Um, I've never found them realistic. So my budget is similar to, I budget that's similar to the zero based budget where I give every penny a job. However, my budget is always goal specific. So what I mean by that is finances, life is not linear. Sometimes your finance is going to go up. Sometimes your finance is going to go down. So for instance, you know, up until 2020, I was earning six figures a year. We're now in 2023, I'm earning no, nowhere near six figures at this very moment in time. I gave up my job, I wanted to home educate my children, and I wanted to do create a business where I was providing, uh, bringing a positive impact to the community of single mums, but as well as that, uh, so that I could home educate my children, so that I can create financial freedom, and, but most importantly as well, so that I could be present for my children in real time when they needed it. Um, so that I wasn't working the nine to five because the nine to five sucks the life out of me. It is detrimental <laughs> to one's health spiritually. Um, and especially if you're just doing it for money. And that was why I was an accountant. I was doing it for money because it was guaranteed. It didn't matter what the economic climate was at any given time there's always a job for an accountant i my first ever um, job as an accountant system was during the 2008 recession and i was getting paid quite a bit for a first-time job as well as an accountant from starting at the bottom they were also paying my um paying for my studies to study as an accountant i was getting benefits i was getting they would pay if i wanted to see a financial advisor you know, um, it was a good time, <laughs> even during the recession. And that's why I chose the being an accountant. But after I had my son, which was about three years after I started my, the, my career in accountancy, I realized that it wasn't for me, but I continued to keep going because I'm a single mom and I needed the money, but I was miserable. So bit of background there but my so my budgeting is I budget how what feels comfortable with me and I budget in the way I show my clients so as I said before it's a every penny has a job but is goal focused and so say if you're on the beginning of your finance journey your money journey and you've realized I came, the first step is building an, an, an emergency fund. And so your budget should be emergency fund focus because that's your goal for this current season. And so you would look through your bank statements you can look through the previous one and you will go through the your fixed expenses. Your fixed expenses are 
also your um, necessary expenses, so things like your rental mortgage, your utility bills, so gas, electric, water, your grocery shopping, uh, you know, however, maybe you shop every week or maybe you shop every month, uh, your car payments, travel, so getting to and from work or maybe it's petrol costs, uh, stuff like home insurance, um, your mobile phone, and stuff like Wi-Fi if you've got a TV package. So those would be your fixed expenses. You would write them down. Um, and then you will write down all of your non-necessary expenses. So they can be things like eating out, um, socialising, which I'll go in a bit more. Um, yep, so eating out, socialising. Um, maybe a few extracurricular activities. Those are all your non, your non, your non-necessary expenses. And so you will write them down. So you can use loads of things. You can use um, a spreadsheet, Excel spreadsheet. You can use one of those budgeting apps. I know some of the banks have got apps where you can create your own budget on the app. For me, I, I like using a pen and paper. I've got a little um, journal that I have, which I've created with a budget inside. And I love to use that. Pen and paper works well for me. Um, and there is a connection when you're writing things down between writing things down and your brain and it makes it stick and I love doing that so that's why I love writing down my budget I'm very much old school however I'm also visual as well I'm a visual learner and so I do have a spreadsheet which I've created and it's got like pie charts and stuff on there so I just like to see you know where my money's going where I've predicted my money to go at any given time during any given month but I always make it focused and how I make it focus is making sure that once I've budgeted for my necessary expenses and I've budgeted for my non-necessary expenses, well, once I've budgeted for my necessary expenses, I actually reduce my non-necessary expenses because the aim of my budget for that particular season is, as we have said before, for example, is the emergency fund. So if I'm saying that I want to put three to six months worth of expenses in there, and say I want to put three months worth of expenses in there and I'm saying my three months worth of expenses is £6,000 then every little bit of income once I've paid for my necessary expenses is going towards the emergency fund and my budget is going to reflect that the same if I'm saying I want to clear my debt and I want to be debt free my budget is going to show that once I've paid my necessary expenses, the majority of my income after that is going towards my debt so I can clear it as quick as possible. If I was saving for a house, it would show the same thing. It would show once I've paid for my necessary expenses, the majority of my money after that is going towards my house fund. Or the same as if I was investing and I wanted to invest a certain amount every month so I can get to the goal by the end of the year. It's going to show after my necessary expenses have been budgeted that the majority of my money is going towards my investments and that's how I that's how I budget so 
you've now written down your necessary expenses, you've now written down your non-necessary expenses. Your non-necessary expenses, you need to go through and see if you can reduce it because your aim is to build an emergency fund. And your emergency fund, like I said before, is the first thing you need to be doing before you do anything else on your money journey, before you think about clearing debt, before you think about saving, before you think about investing. It's your emergency fund. So you've looked at your non-necessary expenses and you're thinking, you know, maybe I can reduce a few things here. Now, some people, um, they will go all out and they will really have like a bare bones budget. So it's just necessary expenses. They will have no luxury, uh, no non-necessary expenses at all. And everything else will go towards whatever they're saving for, emergency fund or maybe it's clearing debts. I cannot work like that. Uh, mental health is important for me and I just cannot function like that. I need to have something. I need to have a little luxury, something for me to look forward to, to kind of make my goal worth it, uh, to, for me to kind of stay on the path. Because as I said before, life is not linear. Things, life is always life in. And sometimes things pop up and um, sometimes your goal well for me personally all the time with my goals is never um plain sailing i remember this um this uh <laughs> this statement was like show whatever plan you have show god your plans and see if it will actually go to plan because it never does yes i'll always get to my goal but it never ever goes to plan so i always find that I need something to help me keep going on to help me to help me stay motivated however I will reduce my non-necessary expense so I love going for a massage I love going for facials um, there's a local college near me um, and they um, have beauty therapy students and so sometimes I go there to get my discounted beauty therapy treatments like facials or waxing or um, um, massages I like to utilize Wildchart. They've always got a deal. It does mean that I'm traveling all around London, <laughs> maybe an hour instead of just down the road um, to get a facial and a massage done, but it's so worth it. Um, because even in travel, if I jump on a TFL, it still works out cheaper than me paying full price for just going down the road. So I always make sure that I have my luxury items, but it's always at a discounted price. Um, and so that's what I do with my budget to make sure that I am achieving my goals. Um, the reason why I don't do another budget like 50, 30, 20 is because it just, in this day and age, it just doesn't work. It doesn't, it never worked for me even before the recession as a single mum. It never did. Um, and it's because at some point, um, the last few years, I think up until up, well, actually, I'm still traveling, but um, the last few years I've been traveling in the UK. But up until 2020, I was traveling all around the world with my children. And so a lot of my finances, yes, I was saving. I was putting some away for my investments. But a lot of it was going towards traveling because I love traveling. It's my, it has been my only hobby <laughs> up until 2020. It's a very expensive hobby, but I love doing it. I love taking my children around the world with me. I like to... I wanted them to see the world through their own eyes. I want them to have this enriching childhood. I'm about experiences and not things. So I do live quite a minimalistic 
um, or have a minimalistic lifestyle. Um, but my budget is always goal focused. Um, it's always goal orient orientated. Um, and I'm, I can never just do a, a bare bones budget. It's difficult. I did it once when I was homeless and I had to. But even then, even when people were telling me to sell my car, I couldn't sell my car because I needed that for my mental health. It just meant on the weekends, I could take my children from the hostel and we could drive down to the beach or to the coast or go and see family who were living maybe across the other side of London or maybe outside of London. But it meant that I was able to do those things and it was keeping me, uh, uh, keeping me sane helping me with my anxiety um, and yeah and I was in that hostel for three almost three years so I needed to keep that car <laughs> um, and actually that car oh my god it did wonders because as soon as I I think it was like a, maybe a couple of months after I had moved out of the hostel I had to sell the car because um, something happened to the engine it would have cost more to fix it than what the car was worth so I ended up selling the car anyway but it helped me it got me through that time in the hostel so that is how I budget that is why you should budget um, and I will see you soon hey guys thank you for listening to the podcast today if you're wanting to build wealth in your own way you can download my single mom five-step guide to financial freedom to help motivate you the link to download is in this episode's description